it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin Stage. She's that chick agent. Welcome to another podcast Bang. video another banging on you, broke boys and broke girls and rich girls and rich boys, all 2020. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. Five stars on the podcast. Join the Patreon. You can be watching this live like they are talking to us right now. KevonStageStudios.com. Nailed it. First things first, right out the gate. Woo! Joshua, put the video here. Video. Put the video right here, video. okay? White man in Utah yeah. is out on a little nature hike, okay? Oh Sees him a little baby cougar, mountain lion, something we call. Oh, just a little baby. Uh, he just a little snuggle, my snuggle. Okay? He's yeah. seen a little snuggle. Yes. He don't see that little snuggle just doggone. Stepped away from his mama. Oh, yeah, just go take a pee, mama. Okay, Angel, the dog on mama comes out the corner like, what's good on the dead homies? Why are you over here talking to my daughter? Cause... Right, right. Came out, first of all, big cat. Oh, big cat energy. Big cat, big poom poom energy. Okay? This animal was doing stuff I ain't seen no dog on big cat do. they don't. That animal was a, a liturgical dancer in church. It did this, Cam. <laughs> Hold on, what is that? First of all, what is th- what is that? What is that? Why are you? What is that? Yes, we got to pause, Mrs. Kitty Cat. Hold on a second. He said, "Stop, little kitty cat, big kitty cat." First of all, this man is cussing at a cat. Right. Like that's gonna stop. F you, <laughs> f you, feline. F you, because everyone knows if you want to run away from a cougar, you got to cuss it out first. You gotta, you're a cougar? How do you? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you feel? That's exactly, and that's exactly what I do when you get me. What you say? <laughs> what you say to me, white boy? <laughs> yeah, so that's Here's me. the thing, Angel. If that were Kevin Allen Fredericks, because mm-hmm. you know I be hiking. Yeah. First of all, do, do. <laughs> okay. Doo-doo would have escaped my body at record speed. Right. I'm talking about the cow, but I got dog. You been eating greens? (laughs) Are you good? No, no, mister. I would have said, ouch. I would have been like when we was little, (laughs) before that first lash of the belt. You already know what it's going to hurt. How, mommy, (laughs) mister, mister, Mrs. Cat, are you boys or girls? What did you have? (laughs) Mrs. Cat, I just thought the baby was alone. I didn't, ooh, I do-do, I did do-do. I poo-poo, I poo-poo on myself. Second of all, this, first of all, the full video that Josh uh, showed us is like nine minutes long, seven, nine minutes long. It's long. He's filming the entire thing. He was like, I want people to see my death. He w- I want this to be documented because it will go viral and I will get all the followers that I was wanting in life. There is no way. He that cat would have had my phone. Angel. As much, I, we're video creators. Yeah. We're vloggers. The phone's always on us. I'm not thinking. He literally is like, I don't want to die today. <laughs> I can't even. Every time I think about it. 
day. <laughs> and the thing is, every time he turned a little, the cat was like, he was like okay, okay, okay. You know what? He barked at it. Woof. <laughs> yes. His animal noise, he might as well have said quack, quack. Quack, quack. Mr. Mrs. Cook, quack, quack. Oh, like you talk about poop, piss, lactation. I would have been squirting breast milk at it. I would have been doing whatever. That was a super aggressive squirt of breast milk, by the way. Every hole of my body. Every single hole of my body. I would have been pulling out weave, throwing it, anything. (laughs) Choke on that. The thing that, that, that would have been a hard break once it did. The oh. um, come and let us sing. Oh no, arms. I would have died. That that I, even while in your I would have been like, nope. Who speaks Swahili? <laughs> yeah, I've been like, nope. You speak Swahili? <laughs> yeah. After all that. Yeah. No. I've never seen the beginning of a like a cougar attack. I didn't know they was. I don't think it's ever seen the beginning of a cougar attack. I don't think that's you don't make it out, Ken. No. Well, even like on Animal Planet, it's always a chase down. It's always this. That, yeah. I, all, they're always running. I ain't seen the like. Was, that was their gang sign. I don't think on <laughs> I don't this think that. Hey, where you from, cuz? Hey, hey, hey. Where you from out here, cuz? This is my where daughter, cuz. Where you from? First of all, it got so big when it did that. Yeah. Them paws was like. Yeah. I don't think they're supposed to do that. I think that one made it up. <laughs> I think that one was improvising. I think she was like, baby, let's see what I can do with this one. She And the baby went off and was like, give it a try, mom. She was like, I'm going to try this new move. <laughs> Seem to work. I don't. I ain't never seen it. We've watched enough National Geographic, and we've never seen that before. I think it's because it's been too domesticated, and it's just like maybe she wanted to hug. <laughs> let me let me hug you. But ain't no uh, cat ever done that ever before. We didn't seen cats. I ain't never seen it. I watched the whole uh, Tiger King documentary. Yeah, they never did mm. none of that stuff. And I, I, I. People are asking, am I afraid? I, hiking is canceled for a little bit Dear. for me. I just, I'm going to just. Well, said, yeah. Cats are terrifying. Cats in the have. wild, I'm going to die if I ever see that. Josh, I'm going to die alive. <laughs> My soul going to be like, hold on, play. I'm just, <laughs> right, I'm just, just going to beat Jesus. Yeah. I couldn't stay with that much anxiety. Like, I would have to die. Because yeah. either you're going to have to kill me now or I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to jump off of this goddamn edge of wherever we at. And there wasn't even a cliff. I would have found one. I would have found the cliff or I would have picked up a rock. It would have right. thought I was going to kill it and I would just bash my own head in. He didn't even pick up no rock either, which I'm thinking. Like, I'm not stopping I, I'm, to pick a rock up. It's, you can't take your eyes every time he turned a little. When he turned the camera, I was like, hey, put the so I could see. <laughs> right. Uh, I didn't realize how big those paws were until he banged on them. Cause he pressed him. Listen, Warner Brothers, you know, out here is close. It's like it's kind of close to a mountainish area. And I remember I had an audition at Warner Brothers, and I parked and I left out of the garage the wrong way, and there was a coyote mm. that would not allow me out of the like part. I like I was gonna have to walk past the coyote to get out of the parking lot because the way I came out of the parking garage, you had to come through the parking lot to get out. So I tried to climb the gate that didn't have any foot footing. It was just a rod iron gate. So I end up running and I knew that I was going to have to run and get hit by a car or, 
or get bit by the coyote. So I ended up running out into the middle of the street, just praying the coyote. Did it? What happened? It chased you? It looked at me like you, stupid black girl. <laughs> Don't nobody want you smelling like blue magic. And it ruined my whole entire audition. I couldn't focus. I kept doing the audition in a southern accent. They were like, "We don't, we don't need the accent." And I was like, "Okay, I'll get rid of it." All right, okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> they were like, "Okay, one more time without the accent." All right, no accent. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> it just got worse. And I finally was like, a coyote almost killed me out there. And so I know I was out in the wilderness. Is that the first time you saw one? Up that close. Mm. It was like from here to here. Oh, yeah. It I was running in flats. I was out in the wilderness um, and a coyote almost took my head off. Can you imagine being stuck in the accent out of fear? Like your body was just like. Tennessee. Okay, listen here. Yes. Uh, my name is Angel Lakita Moore Tankley, the actress. I'm here to play a uh, black mother of six. Right. Okay, Ooh. now listen. I'm new to this town. I, I really want to impress y'all. I really do. Ma'am, we said no accent. I, I peed so much. <laughs> I, I did. You have no idea. Y'all want some tea or lemonade or biscuits or racism? I got, <laughs> I got a bag full of racism. I start off with a pressing curl, but I've sweat so hard that you get a little fro around the front. So you get a little bit of both. You can see all my various sides, but I need somebody to walk me back to my car because the Yodi, he's still there. Coyote. First of all, coyotes are bigger than you think. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We moved into our old neighborhood. Uh, they were like, if you have small pets, do not leave them outside at night. Yep. They will die. Coyotes will kill your they dog. They will die. Yep. And we heard some at like three o'clock in the morning, barking and stuff. And it was like, oh, they. I was like, how big do they get? It was like, if your dog is not very large, yeah. or your child, yeah, is not very large. I was like, hold on, child. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you'd be leaving your baby outside at night anyway. Yeah, I mean, but you, you can't. People parent yeah. differently. I don't I, know. <laughs> people definitely parent. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna have to find this for you because I seen this on Twitter yesterday. Talking about parenting differently. White woman goes on a Facebook group. She take a picture, right? Her, her, her and her husband. Her, and her, her husband, their baby, another son, and then be, in between them, okay, is another kid, right? She asked the photographer, hey, do you mind if I Photoshop the kid in the middle out? That's my stepson. And we, you didn't get any pictures of just, you know, me and my natural kid. And the photographer's like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure, that's fine. Lady takes a picture, posts it on Facebook. Hey, I got $10 for anybody that will Photoshop the middle kid out. That's my stepson. Someone does it. And then she makes her profile picture, her, her husband, their two kids together without the, his son. What did they put in the middle? Nothing. Just a it blur? Was a white background. No, they were on a white background. So oh, she so just, they... they just cut him out. Of the picture, and that's, she posted it. That's horrible. I said, y'all, you do you want to be murdered in your sleep? That is how do so you do that to that horrible. baby? He's like twelve. He's twelve years old. Oh, he wasn't a child. He's a child, but he's not like three. Oh Angel. man, that's so. I mean, yeah, I listen. While I might I'm a, I'm think a, that, I would bad. never do it. While I might, if Marcus had a child before my kids, I'd be like. Can you tell him to go to the restroom so we can take another shot real quick? But I would never blatantly put out there, can you Photoshop my Photoshop the, the bonus child out? That's more money. 
That's that's a whole thing. Got the ten, Josh. I was gonna say someone's got the ten on on Facebook. But just fold the picture in half if he's that's in the middle, a, man. Well, you ain't got to. That's so sad. Then uh, that and to put it out there for that child to potentially be able to see is what's so. Literally rude. posted it as her profile picture. That's why I don't white viral. That's why I don't white crime. Because let me t- let me tell you, this is a little bit off Sorry. topic. <laughs> This is a little bit off topic, but on topic. For me and Marcus's wedding pictures. Now, I love my niece. This is his niece. Uh, She, we don't have a picture of just us with his parents because Mm -hmm. she jumped into the picture. And I honestly want to Photoshop her out so badly (laughs) because, one, I didn't have kids. I didn't want kids in my wedding because kids be ruining weddings. I I agree with this. I'm, I'm all for that. Your wedding's expensive. And yes. They ruin everything. They ruin People it. You gotta leave early because of the kids. Exactly. I was I'm like, good. unless you're SAG and you're part of the union, you can't be in my wedding. Well, they got her a flower girl dress. Really? She walked down the aisle behind my mother in law. I was like, why is she not sitting with her mother? Why is she, why is she, and then she got in the picture. So if it was like that, that type of relationship, Photoshop that boy out. But if it ain't that type of relationship, that's just rude. Would you? First of all, I went to find the picture, and there's multiple women who have done this. So this isn't even just the girl. The the, the girl. Oh, is it a thing? I don't know if it's a thing, but there's more than one person that's. We should start a page and just collect all these. Oh my gosh! Son, uh, another lady did it. Oh, why would you do that? Listen, I done said this before, and I, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Parents are just people who had kids. Mm-hmm. They don't. That doesn't mean they were great people. There's no hand. Ha- having a kid doesn't just automatically make you a great person. Mm-mm. If you were trash before, and you had all you did is have unprotected sex. You you didn't yeah, take you no still tests. A, right, you still a trash person. Yeah, I think it could have just think, it could have just been once. Could have just been once. Could have been a drunken night. Could have been a mistake. Now you just have this kid. Wanted that raw right? Yeah. Doesn't mean you wanted to have a kid. Everybody didn't want to be a parent. They just want to have sex. Now, obviously, you know you have sex. Right. You know, unprotected. You know, uh, having kids is a possibility. Right. But that doesn't mean you wanted that. So. I just. But still, you hope. People hope. I mean, in real regular life. That. If I see the picture now. You see it? Yes. Just trash. You hope that kids bring some sort of like self like uh, realization where you reflect mm-hmm. on what what you're doing wrong in right. life so that you don't hand it down. But she was like, nah, I'll stay trash. Uh, I'm real comfortable in this stinky place and uh, my kids will be trash along with it. She really photoshopped out this poor little baby. I mean, Photoshop's an amazing thing. Uh-huh. There's a lot of great benefits. It's a blessing. You could, you could you could trim your face. You could smooth your face. You can. Add, I use Photoshop all the time to add comedy to videos. But you can't Photoshop your body. Mm. You got to work on that. You got to work, huh? You got to work on it. And our oh, friends okay. over at Noom, at least my friends over at Noom, they're your friends. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. With Noom, getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight. Or magic number on the scale, man. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Worry about yourself. Because everyone's different, man. Noom adjusts to your lifestyle. They help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy receipts. Recipes. (laughs) Listen, I like Noom because some days I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go super hard. 
And then some days I'm be like, I'm going to have chicken and biscuits. Like last night. I had eaten all the healthy stuff in the morning, but I was shooting in Culver City, and Honey Kettle was over there. And I don't know if you've ever had Honey Kettle. No, I've never had Josh, it. Josh, I know you went. We mm. used to work at All Depth. Okay, they got these blueberry biscuits over there. They got fried chicken. I was, I was, I didn't stand a chance. Okay, didn't stand a chance. Them biscuits and them chicken got eaten. You feel me? Especially dipped in honey. Dipped in honey. Mm. But I'm back today, Josh. I'm right back on it. And with Noom, you can make those mistakes like that because those are human. Okay? Noom has one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available. And they let you track meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. We're all strapped for time. Noom just asks you to commit 10 minutes a day for yourself. You're human. If you go off track, there's no shaming. Just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. Okay? You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash SK. SK. Noom.com slash SK. SK. Visit Noom.com to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M.com slash SK. SK. You guys shut up in the comments. Patreon, talk about you tried, Kev. <laughs> you tried to do your transitions. I'm not Angel. I'm just a man. No. I said, so what that happened? Photoshop is this machine. You, and you can't, can't Photoshop, Photoshop but your, body. your body. You can't because no is an Apple. It's a website. For, it's you, not as good as Angel. You said I'm going to try. Listen. I'm I, just going to do the hard. You know what, Angel? I like chicken. I also like Noom. <laughs> Noom is about getting it. Angel has raised the bar too high. No, As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, this sucks, man. But no, listen, I don't do it for my podcast with me and Marcus. I'll be like, now let's talk about our first sponsor. I'm We're so excited. I'm way like that. Because I yes. can't compete with you. Listen, you, you, you no, can't. I don't, can't compete with myself. So well, don't, don't, listen, listen, I can't. And I don't want to. Can you know what else I don't want to do? Be out of shape. Noom will help you be in shape to your body machine. Kev hit his transition. He was like, pause for awe. He looked around the room. Uh, Noom is very good for you. SK code. SK. No, I, I said, I'm tapping out as soon as we go into that first one. I am. I unexist. So as soon as I knew where you go, I was like, you go ahead. Angel and Melissa, man. Oh, undefeated. Melissa be going in. Oh, yeah. Going anyway. in anyway. So speaking uh, of news, speaking of news, Cardi B and Offset were in the news last week. They uh, they were. They were okay. So prior to her birthday party, mm-hmm. Cardi B went on a a tangent on Twitter. I know you don't be on Twitter. I don't like be that, twi- Twitter so and I, tweeting. Listen, stay out of there, Angel. I am. Stay out of there. I tried to get in there because don't. you were like, Angel, you could build over here. And just, I was just, just post your videos natively and go back to your safe spots because okay. it's, it's dangerous over there. Okay. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I be in there cutting people. It's crazy. Why are you in there, Kevin? This is where I get all my videos. Oh. If I could get my videos any other way, I would. But mm-hmm. Twitter keeps all the podcast topics, everything I cover... 98% of it comes from Twitter. Man, I'm sorry. Twitter is the first and the fastest, but you got to wade through some Trash. crap mm. to deal with it. Mm, I don't like it. So, but I'm on Twitter that day, and Cardi B is going off on some fans because they're basically calling Offset trash. Mm-hmm. Cardi, he's trash. He's a bad man. You know, this and that. Cardi was like, first of all, he's not a bad man. Mm-hmm. He's just dumb, and he's still a mother of my or a father of my children, mm-hmm. and y'all don't even know. Like I've been in this industry for however many years, 
Offset cheated on me. This is I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but he cheated on me. But he also was a great partner, a great business friend. He had my back. You mm-hmm. know, everybody else was trying to take advantage of me. And he's the father of my child, so I'm gonna have to deal with him. So it it gave me big. Uh, I can talk trash about him, but y'all don't know him. Right. Energy. Right. Which I I feel like if I got cheated on publicly, I, I still wouldn't want nobody to disrespect Melissa. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what I say, what I feel is one thing, but y'all don't know her and y'all don't know me. Mm-hmm. And that she was like, I'm not talking to y'all fans. Y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> like, it was like, mm-hmm. she was pissed. Yeah. Well, Cardi has always, even in her goofiness, been um there is a some sort of level of maturity that just keeps will like shock you because you think she's goofy at times and stuff but even when she's like being silly she she low-key be like dropping some gems and even with that she's just like yeah no he cheated but there are other aspects of him that you all are not privy to because you all were not his wife you all were not his friend Mm -hmm. so y'all can keep his name out your mouth and as a husband of one wife, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, especially when you make as much content as we do and vlog and stuff like that, people feel like they know you. And to an extent, they do know you. Mm-hmm. But they know the, they don't know the full version of you. Right. They know the the performance version of you. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what you're like at home. Like, a lot of my fans who are watching this would be surprised to see how I am at home. Yeah. No cameras on. Kevin be cussing. He be drinking. He puts in his gold teeth. He I be shooting him. his I gun. Pop, 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 pop. You ain't getting over here, coyote. What'd you see him do? I saw him do a whole eight ball coke one day. Yeah. Just all of it. I mean, I know uh, you all would be surprised. I was. I was like, wow. <laughs> Kevin Allen Fredericks. That's what the Allen stand for. I'll be all into this cocaine. Um, <laughs> an eight ball of cocaine and gun shooters. But you, know, I've always felt that way. That's how I am with my friendships in any of my relationships. People are not allowed to talk about folk that I care about unless they have the same, unless they have a parallel relationship mm-hmm. to that person. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I am good friends with somebody and somebody else is good friends with that somebody and that person is getting on their nerves, yes, they can vent to me because I know that their love for them runs as deep as mine. But if right. it doesn't, then you can't talk. You have to find somebody else yes. to vent to, not me. Yes. And also, here's the thing. Later on the weekend, Cardi B had a rather lavish birthday party. Rather lavish. COVID, I guess, doesn't exist. Birthday she could have had a COVID tested party. Uh, She's rich. She is. You know, the, the rich have access. They do. Have, I'm assuming. I mean, I know you know, but I am just assuming also. <laughs> you get COVID tested, what, three times a week, four times a week? Three times Every a week. Every other day, basically, right? Monday, Wednesday, Friday. How many have, have you had? I don't even remember. It's so many. Angel's a legit actress, um, so she gets them. A lot. I've had I've had a good amount. Yeah, I've you've had, had five. Yeah, you've had five a, in the last two months, two or three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just be when I go too long without one, I'm like, let me just make sure. Let me I just, don't even be feeling sick. Well, you know, also because you are a bona fide CEO, you have a lot of employees and partners that you are around. So it's in my best interest. Yes, because if I if I get sick, can't do keep your distance. You can't do this and. <clears throat> 
<laughs> I'll be like, Josh, put a, a microphone in that ventilator so we can keep this thing going. Like, I ain't got no time. I, I got you saying. Listen. Cam, what are you saying? <laughs> the other thing. Oh, what do you think? What's that, Cam? Speaking of laughing, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> go on over to Patreon Live right. or Patreon Death because he's not going to make With it. With promo code SK. SK, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be like, wait, Cam, you want to do the next ad? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but what we not doing, okay? Hey, Cam, you're up. It's the new man. Here we go. <laughs> right. Give me a deep breath if you're alive, Cam. <laughs> He Sounds loves great. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a transition. Oh, yeah. I am telling you right now. <laughs> so crazy over here, huh? <laughs> Health deteriorating. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you should get tested and uh, you should stay healthy because what we're not about to do is stop this hustle. Listen, so, I was hiking uh a couple weeks ago. Pre-Cougar video. Pre-Cougar video. I don't think there's no Cougars and stuff out in LA. There's, Although, there's mountain lions. There's for mountain I definitely saw a mountain lion. Not, not on my hike, sure. but I've seen one. And mountain lions are gigantic. They are. I've, I've seen, seen rattlesnakes, uh, not in the hike, but I've seen snakes before. I heard coyotes. <laughs> the gym is not open, guys. Bro, what do you want time, from me? One time I tried to do a sunrise hike, and I saw, when, when I was walking, I saw two eyes that just lit up. It was still dark. I was like, I'm not finishing this. I'm going home. I don't even care about the sun like that. Also, I almost got bit by a rattlesnake like three weeks ago. Why? I was golfing. This place called Rusted Canyon. I mean, I should have known just not to be out there when it's hot. I'm driving in the golf. It's like almost dark by the time we're leaving. We're driving. All of a sudden, this thing just snaps like at the side of the cart that I was on. I look back. It's this. It was huge. This big snake, and then it started rattling. Was it a snake? Yeah, it was a rattlesnake. It started rattling. I was like, you couldn't sound that thing off before? That's literally your whole thing. I'm moving. I can't do this no more. I'm leaving California. You don't have a, I'm leaving. I can't do it. No, you got property here. I want to go back to Joe Angel said. That's funny. It was way earlier. She said the cat don't want to eat her and tasted like blue magic. That was really funny. <laughs> Hilarious. You think a cat would eat us like, whoo, this thing is salty. This is so salty. people problem. are probably salty. Uh, yeah, from our food intake. Yeah, because I try to eat this healthy stuff. And when I tell you this thing had, first of all, it had a lot of sodium in it for the preservative thing. Mm-hmm. But then it had no sodium in it for the taste part. Yeah. This thing tastes like nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just nothing, Where Angel. Where did you get it from? Le- lean and fresh or something like that? Like It was like pre-packaged? It's like a meal prep thing. Oh. It is the absolute worst Food, I've, I mean, literally everything tastes like everything. Mm. The broccoli tastes like the beans. The beans taste like the chicken sausage. Chicken sausage tastes like the fajitas. It's like, are, are this? Is there anything new? And they're like, man, shut up. You want to lose weight or not? It's hard. It's not actually that hard. It's not. It's not that hard with noon. <laughs> it's hard when the food is not good. I've actually done better with the uh, vegan place that I was ordering from. Yeah. At least it tastes good. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I'm not gonna do. What? I'm just. I'm not going to eat food that's gross. Yeah, why I'm not going to pay. Why should you? You shouldn't. Yeah, that I mean, that's why I do WW, because I can eat whatever I want. It's a whole points-based system. It's a whole points. I had cookies over the weekend and felt great about it. So how do you do the points on that? You calculate them. So um, something. Like Oreos? It's like rollover minutes. Boom. <laughs> for For real. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, you can eat anything. You just, 
you it's all about weighing. You the, can eat coochie. Does that have any points? I coochie got to be zero. Well, there's a bar so. scan, so you just got to scan it. Nah, it's uh, the, you can't scan it. <laughs> there's no skew skew on the coochie. Yeah, might, that, you that, never that UV, know. That UV might not be Ooh. good for it. Yeah, just get a tattoo. There you go. The UV might not be probably good. No, you got This probably not good for the pH. You're supposed to say UV ain't good for the pH. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, you can eat anything. And, um, that is, I refuse to, I'm too old to be feeling like I have to punish myself. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. No, 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 no. It takes more work, takes more discipline, but it can be done. Yes, it does. It can be in there. And also what sucks is because of our culture as black people and because of what we were forced to eat because mm-hmm. of the scraps. We potentially, some of us, have not grown up knowing how to make healthy food taste good. Without a whole bunch of salt and stuff? I mean, salt is not bad when the food is actually healthy for you. Meaning, if you're not eating macaroni and cheese, which doesn't break down in the system, if you're eating something like collard greens, you can put some salt Mm. on some healthily made collard greens because your body can flush it out. Mm. It's like stuff like, you know, fried chicken. There's a whole, your body's having to process a lot when you're eating stuff that has a lot of process to it. Yeah. But if you're eating something healthy and you put like sea salt on it, your body knows how you to. You know what's crazy about that? When you start eating healthy for like three or four days a week and then you go back and eat something unhealthy, your body be like, yo, what? Yeah. You back on this again? Right. Man. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work on your intestines. Your, your body be like, bro, you was, remember, remember cauliflower We had a stuff? great time, man. We were having a great time. Remember your time. skin? It was nice, right? <laughs> I, I tried. Ordered, uh, from this vegan restaurant and I misread the thing. I ordered uh, tacos and I thought it was going to be like you know, uh, like sofritos or something like that, uh-huh. or like Beyond Meat or something like that. When I tell you, they just had beans for the meat. Oh, I was like, okay, guys, y'all, come on. You like hey, I need more. Tabitha Brown scoop. would never. She at least does jackfruit. Yes, let's say we did some something. jackfruit. Yeah, it tricked me. Mm-hmm. And also, here's the thing I realized with Tabitha Brown and good vegan food: a lot of what you're tasting is the texture and the seasoning. Mm-hmm. It's not really the meat. Like, we went to this uh, vegan restaurant in Oakland. I believe it's called Solely Vegan. I think so. Okay. That place was fire. The chef was like, look, man, a lot of times, like, for instance, this is not for everybody, but mm-hmm. when I eat buffalo cauliflower, like the wings, it doesn't taste like chicken. No, I'm not, not at all. not it tastes like chicken. But the seasoning and the texture, I'd be like, you know, this is actually what I like. I can get by. Yeah. I'm used to the seasoning of hot wings. Yes. Not necessarily the, like, this is a, a an animal. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? So, right, right. I, it's all about, like, I made some when me and Marcus did our vegan challenge back in June. And um, that stuff went so hard. The uh, b- um, cauliflower, buffalo cauliflower. Oh, it was the best thing I've ever had. However, I knew I was going to be eating cauliflower. The only time I get tripped up is when they name it something and it's supposed to taste. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, I made some, um, like, crab cakes. But yeah. they were made of heart of palm. My brain, though, was like... Oh, we about to have crab cakes. Mm-hmm. And then my taste buds was like, what sis? <laughs> sis, what is this pickled? What, what is, is this? It's kind of like um it's like an artichoke type of thing, but it's not artichoke. There it's like white. Tabitha cooks with it all the time. It's like a white stalk. Oh, I have seen that. Yes. But it, what is it, is it like a like a it's a kinda, vegetable of some sort? Yeah, and it flakes you apart. Should, you should do a vegan uh, mukbang with Tab. That's a great idea. Yeah, with Tab and Chance. With Tab and Chance. We should do it on Friday. Fridays with Tab and Chance. Yeah. 
A vegan mukbang with Tab and Chance. Well, you know her? Yeah, I'll text her. Text I'll text her. her after this and be like, this is what we I've been trying to get her on uh, Keep Your Distance. Because uh, she used to do stand-up. She did. She sent me a video when she was she was still hiding her accent. Yeah. So, did women, did she, yeah. is she, she, she said she don't want to go. She said she about it. Because you know how big Tab is. Like, there's a lot of pressure there. Well, there's a lot why? of eyes now. Well, she hasn't done, the biggest thing, she hasn't done stand-up in a long time, even pre-pandemic. Right. No, it's been a while. Like, yeah. I didn't know she had that skill set. I was like, uh, Tabitha. I didn't know you had that skill set. Mm. Well, a lot of people didn't know I had that skill set. First of all, Angel killed again. Mm. Your <laughs> best asset on stage is your your personality. You just be like, I like her. I Thank will laugh. You. Like, I told this before. Comedy, it's better. You, you're, it's better to be likable than funny. Mm-hmm. So when I was coming up, there was a comedian back in Tacoma, bless his heart. Great jokes, mm-hmm. terrible stage presence, mm-hmm. terrible likability. Yeah. So people would just be like, "This was a good joke, but I hate your face." Oh, never. And they just wouldn't laugh at him. But mm-hmm. if he gave me that joke, people would be like, "Yes," because mm-hmm. I'd be up there like, "Hey, hey giggity, giggity." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, well, you anyway. know where I learned stand up? No. Skillshare. Now, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring (laughs) classes for creatives and curious people. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life in all circumstances (laughs) that come with it. (laughs) These lessons can help you stay inspired, express yourself, and introduce you to a community of millions. Now, I uh, I actually didn't learn comedy from Skillshare, but there are so many things like that that you can learn. That if you're like, I want to learn how to do stand-up, you can go on there and find someone who can show you the art of setting up a joke and hitting a punchline. Yeah, you can. I've also learned photography, graphic design on Skillshare. I really have. Especially the beginning of the pandemic when I had like plenty of time. Mm-hmm. I was learning. If you can see a lot of Melissa's photos, not the, not the brand one. <coughs> But her regular photos that are not brand photo yeah. shoot, I learned a lot from Skillshare. One thing I learned is angles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm six foot, over six foot. Melissa's 5'3". So She's 5'7". <laughs> you're right. It's a whole thing with her. <laughs> One of the things is just come down to that angle. Because when you take a picture from up high, it distorts your you're body. Uh-huh. From, from low, it distorts your body too. So it always makes her look scrunched down. And because of Skillshare, I learned that just come down to her height. That's why when you see girls taking pictures of each other, they be spreading their legs and doing that. Yeah. I never knew. I never knew that much, but I learned that on Skillshare. You learned that on Skillshare. Well, Skillshare has classes to fit your schedule and skill level. (laughs) Members get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. Most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash SK. SK. And get the first thousand people to use our link the first thousand people excuse me to use our link will get a free trial of skillshare premium membership receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time be one of the first 1000 to sign up at skillshare.com slash sk sk now the holiday season is right around the corner Mm. and this year we know that people will be buying more stuff online more than ever before and if you're an e-commerce seller you are ready to meet the demands of a record-breaking online shopping season if you are using ship station ship station baby i just actually uh hooked my merch up restocked for the patreon Mm -hmm. uh Literally on my way here. Oh, dope. And because of ShipStation, it's easy to transition. I can pull from Etsy, pull from uh, my website, pull from Shopify, all into one streamlined thing. And this Black Friday, I got something up my sleeve. Ooh. Something special for Patreon. If you're not on Patreon, 
Y'all don't even be realizing the stuff you guys miss out on. Yeah. There's, there's some jackets and stuff that never even come out, mm-hmm. um, not on Patreon. Mm-hmm. But for Black Friday, it's nearly impossible to do all that without something like ShipStation. It's, I know. it's completely amazing. Uh, we're dropping, I'm dropping some merch this Friday in ShipStation. Are you? Yes. Dropping a new collection. It's called I Am Enough. Um, ShipStation helps online. Thank you. ShipStation helps online sellers get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. No matter where you're selling Amazon, Etsy, uh, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts discounts that are usually reserved for the large fortune 500 companies and right now the kev on podcast here's the thing listeners <laughs> can try ship station free for 60 days free. when you use the offer code crew crew okay with a k yes with a k mm. k r e w make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a massive online shopping season get started at shipstation.com today click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in crew, crew. that's shipstation.com then enter the offer code crew, crew. shipstation.com make ship happen that one is a doozy. I'm it just is. gonna I'm not even gonna not even gonna lie to you. I'm just all over the place. So let's move on, Angel. Okay. I've got a question for you. What's up? I saw this BuzzFeed article, and I read it, mm. and I want to post it to you and to Joshi. Well, not to Joshi, just to you mm-hmm. and people. Joshi can chime in, but we don't care about his feelings. But well, we do, but not specifically for this. I'm hurt. <laughs> is the shade room bad for black people? Mm. Oh, that's fair. Um. I read a BuzzFeed article about Shade Room. I've Tell talked me. about Shade Room mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I had to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I had to get out of there. Tell me why you had to get out of there and not Twitter. Oh, I'm going to tell you why. The Shade Room is like Twitter with none of the good stuff. It's a cesspool. Mm. Twitter has bad stuff and it's toxic, but it also has great dialogue, great conversations. I learn a lot. And good comedy. Especially about comedy out of this world. I get all my videos from there. Sports talk, like, uh-huh. it has its good and bad. Yeah. It's inherently more negative than Instagram, but probably not more than Facebook. I just don't go on Facebook at all. Uh-huh. I just kind of wasn't my site. Mm-hmm. Shade Room is like the worst of Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's owned by a black woman. So I'm like, ah, support black women. Mm-hmm. But also, I, here's my thing, my personal thing with Shade Room. This is what I don't like. Mm-hmm. TMZ is also trash, mm-hmm. right? But TMZ doesn't try to hide its trash. Mm-hmm. They, you know, it's trash, mm-hmm. right? We know what we're doing is bad, and we know we're evil and vile. But this is how we make our business. TMZ is like, if y'all don't like it, you shouldn't be looking at this. Yeah, Shade Room, they be posting stuff that they know will elicit a certain response, and they be acting like they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Dwayne Wade's. Uh, Daughter. daughter, trans daughter. I, I trans never know daughter. how to pronounce Z A Y A. I'm gonna. I think it's Zaya, um, or Zaya. God dang it! I shouldn't have said it out loud. I think it's Zaya. So it what might be Zaya? Do, shoot. They know that that subject is a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. But instead of just saying how they feel, they'll be like, "Oh, Dwayne Wade and family are out. Roomies, what do you think?" And then the comment section be lit yeah. of all these different feelings. And they'll be like, we only post what celebrities post. But come on. Right. You know what you're doing. Let's 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 not stand on ceremony, Mr. Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's from The Dark Knight, a movie I love. 
Mm. You got strong feelings about it. Then it's too So dark. that's my only thing. Like, it's all that negative stuff. Yeah. But then sometimes there's certain things that I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. I have to go on there and like read something or not have to, but there's something that we need to cover on the podcast and it's almost always on the shade room. Yeah. So um, I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, about it overall, um, it's a, it's kind of difficult because the real problem uh, with something like that with Zaya is not the shade room posting it; it's the homophobia and transphobia that exists in the black community. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, we have to, as the the commenters, take responsibility for. Fair. Um, so while because I've read the whole article as well. Mm-hmm. And while I do feel like at some point in time, we have to take responsibility for what our platform looks like. Like if if you're not scrubbing your comments, like if you're putting that out saying, you know what, mm-hmm. we, the, we should be able to report on people whose lives might not look like the, what do they call it, cisgender, heterosexual life. We should be able to post on people who are might be gay or who might be trans. Then <clears throat> either start cleaning your comments or start shaming the type of comments that you don't want on there so yeah. that you're setting an environment where people don't feel as comfortable to be so trash. Yeah. And I think that's maybe... but. Uh, to the uh, creator of Shade Room's point, nobody's asking for any other platform to do that. However, the toxicity that exists, not that homophobia doesn't exist in any other culture, but the toxicity that exists within the black community around homophobia, it's kind of like we do have to set an example, I feel like, of how we want people to behave on our platforms. Just like um, Kat moderates the uh, live chat for uh, the live feed of this. She mm-hmm. constantly says, no cussing, y'all. We're not cussing. Yeah. We're not roasting. So I do feel that way. Like, what do you, I want to ask that the creator, Angelique, whatever her name is. No, so, I think she's a Nigerian. She's not. Yes, she is. Why did I think uh, it was? You, you I know, know the name last name was with N, but I thought the first name was with her. Her first name is spelled N W A N D U, and oh. in my history, a lot of times that means one of those letters is silent. Well, I thought that was her last name. Yeah. Sorry. Um, um. So. But um. I, I, I'm gonna say Wandu. Well, I, mean, I would ask Wandu. We, we just gonna do that. I would. Wandu? I, I would ask Wandu. What does she want her platform to look like? Mm-hmm. Because. Let's be honest. You are not a newspaper. While you are reporting the news, you're not the New York Times. So you do not have to be completely unbiased in right. how you create the the atmosphere that you create. Yes, 100%. So I would be like, is this the, is this the environment that you want? Because if it isn't, you can control it. That's actually a good point. And here's to the, to the devil's uh, – not I don't like the term devil's advocate anymore – Okay, um, then don't say it. Yeah, to the, the, to the opposite point. point of that. Yeah. We, as the people or the, the consumers of the content, we make or break whatever platform it is. It's the same problem BT has. Mm-hmm. We say, BT, make wholesome content. Report on, uh, you know, show HBCU football games. Show women doing XYZ. 
BET makes that stuff. And nobody watches it. And nobody watches it. Mm -hmm. We hound BET for putting uh, Love and Hip Hop and things like that and, um, you know, trash reality TV on there. But people watch that. And you know, everybody knows how how television works. Mm -hmm. What gets high ratings, advertisers pay for. What advertisers pay for, networks renew. Mm -hmm. So when they make wholesome stuff, nobody cares. So what Viacom did is say, okay, you guys don't really like this on BT. We own VH1. We'll take the Ratchet stuff off of BT, put it on VH1, and now it's the number one thing on VH1. So as a community, if there were no um, desire for the content that the Shade Room provides, Mm -hmm. then there will be no place for the Shade Room. Mm -hmm. But the Shade Room is a humongous Mm-hmm. media giant with yeah. insane engagement and the shade room also posts wholesome stuff they do right but just like bt that wholesome stuff gets nothing, nothing. no engagement and like good <clears throat> and that's not that part is not inherent to uh uh black people right that goes the same thing for with the everybody news. yeah you put news and it's like hey angel walked an old lady across the street so what mm-hmm. angel ran over a lady in the middle of the street, everybody wants that story. Everybody wants to that story. I feel like that's, I don't know if that's the American way. I've never lived anyway, anywhere outside of America. Um, I've been to Europe. I know Angel has not been as of yet. She hasn't? You she hasn't been. Our booty butt, butt head. <laughs> By but the it- way, hold on. I just want to take a quick aside. I saw one of the funniest things. It was about women shooting their shot on Twitter, right? Uh-huh. This woman had shot a shot at the dude. She was like, man, you are fine. And he was like, thank you, cutie. And he was like, and she was like, what's up, man? Pull up on me, take me out. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm gay. She was like, what? I got a booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why can't you just be bi? And the person was like, women, is this how you shoot your shot? <laughs> just to say I got a booty hole? Like, there's more to it than that, I think. That's not taking no for an answer <laughs> She's like, to a she different said, why degree. can't you just be bi? I got right. a booty hole. Like, we but could anyway. make this work. I'm we sorry. could make this work. Oh uh, to your point, no, I think this has been going on since the beginning of time. Think yeah. about uh, Lot's wife. She was like, what they doing? What they doing? What they doing? Literally. <laughs> she wouldn't have Literally. Turned around. She was looking at the shade room. Yeah, she was like, wait a minute. Let me just see who comments it. <gasps> oh, Cardi. And then was turned into a pillar. It has been happening. I have a joke on Lot's wife and you I just I think made it's it hilarious. You've seen it? Yeah. When you saw it? At the comedy union. Ah, uh, you were there when I was getting ready for a tour again. Mm-hmm. You were there. Remember that time, Kev? Man, I I love that joke. Yeah. I love it. Uh, So. But uh, it's not the content. I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're fine. I don't think it's the problem of the content as far as in the shade room. Because Mm -hmm. if things are happening, things are happening. It's the problem of the toxic environment that exists inside of the comments. Mm -hmm. Because... If something's happening, something's happening, right? We can see it. But it's like, what does that then elicit people to say? But you, it's like, how many grown adults can you control? But I do feel like to whom much is given, much is required. So yeah, you, I do think there is a responsibility that she needs to take on. And I'm not saying that she has to change what she's posting. But I do feel like people feel comfortable to act certain ways in certain places. That's a good point. You know that's what I'm a saying? Fair, um, that's a fair point. I feel like, you know, it's kind of like um, your platform, your responsibility. 
Uh, to her point and the business aspect, I see it as a business point of view of like, we don't create any content, right? And we don't uh, monitor any, or I'm sorry, um, I guess censor mm-hmm. any comments. We just we just pose the thing. So it's really like holding a mirror up to society mm-hmm. because if we had evolved uh, past, you know, homophobia, for example, and she posted something or the, the roomies posted something that was supposed to be to elicit a certain response. Because, okay, so let me back up for a second. Are you familiar with Skip Bayless? No. Okay. That? That, you shouldn't be because you're not into sports. Skip? Skip Bayless is a, uh, a uh, talent on, on sports, right? Mm-hmm. His whole thing is to go the opposite direction of what's obvious. So mm-hmm. LeBron James wins his fourth championship last week, right? Or yesterday, two days ago. Anyway, his whole thing for like LeBron's career is LeBron's not good. He's never going to be good, never going to pass Jordan. But sometimes LeBron will go for like 50, 25, and 10 or whatever, and he'll still be like not good enough. Is or, it satire? Is that what it is? No. This well, is a real person. He is just... a dead serious He's he plays it as dead serious, mm-hmm. and it always elicits a big reaction because mm-hmm. it's like, even if you hate LeBron, sometimes it's like, oh god, dog, this is this is arg. No one can argue he had a great game or he did something you know worthy of. You said Skip Bayless. Yes, Skip, 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 Skip. It kind of reminds me of um, Honey. These days, it feels like an online shopping. Yes, the only shopping I we do, we really do. I was like, I've got to do whatever you I got to do. do. I was way. like, listen, I got to get into this ad. Um, okay, this—that's where today's sponsor, oh, Honey, comes in. Honey. Yeah, I was Skippy. like, skip Honey, list peanut butter, wherever we got to go to get into it. Y'all be the bar is too high. I was Bar's like, too high, and I was like, why are you going? I got to talk about shopping, and you're talking about sports. <laughs> This is a free browse extension that scours the internet for promo codes that automatically applies, applies the best one available at checkout. Um, I know with you all shopping, especially when you all were getting your home together, Melissa was honeying it up. She's still honeying it up. Yeah. Low-key, I'm, I'm honeying it up, too. But of course. I'm, I'm about just as bad as her uh, with shopping Tell now. the truth. Tell I'm, the truth. Might be worse than her. Well, that's what's great about Honey, because when you have it on your web extension or as a browser extension, it's just going to make sure you save yourself some money, okay? So here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free, and in two easy clicks, <laughs> by going to joinhoney.com slash SK. SK! There we go. Then, when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. If Honey finds any working codes, it applies the best one to your cart. Honey has found its over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Good googling. That's movie. a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I be, it's as simple as like when you go to Ralph's and you swipe your rewards card. Yeah. And it just drops. Like I don't, at this point, I don't, I don't want to sound like that, but I don't check like, oh, this has rewards things. It sound I just like go, you sound. I just... <laughs> You got to have, for Kev, in his place financially, he needs something like Honey to just apply the savings because he's not worried about it. But for us but regular people. I savings, but I don't want to spend the time looking for that. Ah, mm-hmm. Well, us regular folk that need the savings, Honey is here for you. It's, it's simple. If you go to your computer, Honey should be on it. It's 
free in works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash SK. SK. That's joinhoney.com slash SK. SK. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I let y'all down. I could not do another transition. I Angel, was just like, whatever. We're you, just going to bomb it. You're wor- Listen, if you can't do it, great. Blow it up. That's what I was like. It Skip, skip. Sounds like honey to me. <laughs> honey. I saw your eyes going. I was like, ah. Uh, yeah. The doggone one you did prior, you're like, uh, you know how I learned I was like, no. Skillshare, I was like, you lied to me. That had <laughs> yeah, nothing to do I'm with nothing. I'm here to lie to you. Why do you get upset when people point out that you have money? Oh, boy. Is it is that like... Um, this is a work through Big Leap issue. Mm-hmm. In the black... Okay, there, it's actually... It's layered. Black community thing. Black community... There's a counting one's pockets mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. An article came out about keep your distance. Mm. People were like, oh. Well, they put the math in there. Put the math in there. What they don't know it's is the what they think isn't what it is, mm-hmm. right? There's a humongous. Now, let me tell you what. You want to talk about cost? Mm-hmm. The cost for the sketches for the black woman show. Uh, Kevin. Brennan was like, are you sure? And I said, we going Balls to the wall. Gavin. Then I seen the bill. I was like, next time, less. Yeah. The next set of sketches will be equally as good, but completely pared down. Um, there's a partner. There's revenue splits. There's comedian. There's a lot of expenses yeah. for that. But the article only shows the revenue. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. The second thing, and this is probably the bigger thing. I don't want that to be used against me. Uh-huh. So what happens is like when we move to the uh, our house and it was like visibly much nicer like at our old house i didn't show much of it i just <laughs> said like hey man you don't need to know this you just just know my videos it does know my but videos. uh like jojo's birthday there's a drone shot of that house and i was like dang mm-hmm. y'all out here wait mm-hmm. it's me it's y'all i'm the y'all but what happened is so negative comments Right. I remember I was talking about something unrelated and mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, so you care about the black community from your big house, your mansion in California. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And now that I, the Maserati is out there, I get a lot of comments on all platforms, totally unrelated to anything I'm talking about. Like I literally posted about something and uh, unrelated to anything and not even making a joke, just like posting something. They were like, oh, well, I'm sure with your Maserati, you'll be OK. And I'd be like, what? What does that have to do with anything? So the other thing that I realized, once I put the Maserati out there, I'm not going to crowdfund anyway, but I couldn't, I would not feel comfortable crowdfunding now. Like, hey, help me pay for this movie. Even though movies cost, even these type like of movies. Like Family Exchange. Family Exchange. Like where I was with that movie, mm-hmm. like I didn't even feel comfortable doing that prior to where I am mm. now. But now I would never even consider doing it because of the backlash that I'd anticipate. Um, outside of my Patreon audience. Mm-hmm. Like Spike Lee, I don't know if you remember when Spike Lee crowdfunded um, a movie. He he did something and people were like, Spike Lee, you're not rich enough? And he was like, bro, I don't, I can't pay for the whole thing right. by myself. I'll go broke doing that. So that's probably the biggest thing. Um, but it's obvious that I, I don't know if it's obvious, but if you follow me for a long time, you've heard the stories of what, yeah, I, I mean, I funded a tour. I paid comedians well, mm-hmm. you know, more than the the what comedians usually get. Yeah, I didn't even know what the I didn't realize how well mm-hmm. until I was talking to somebody else, and I was like, they pay. I'm talking about people who are on Comic View. Yeah, like they pay you what? Yeah, you got to buy your own terrible. flight. Mm-hmm. Like how you got to get your? But that's the thing. Like 
it's a cold game out there. Mm-hmm. People are trying to get rich. They're not necessarily... And when you're trying to get rich, you don't necessarily look out for the other people. Uh-huh. You know, you pay them the going rate. And people usually aren't trying to pay the going rate. So anyway, that's kind of why. But through therapy and the big leap, I realized I can't control that anyway. Exactly. That's what I was hoping you were gonna get to. Because let me tell you, let me get let me get my chunk of change together. And I don't care what when anybody. You get your chunk of change. Yes, yes, it's happening. It's the, on chunk its of way. Cha- the chunk of change is on its way. I don't care what nobody thinks. Yeah, I, but that's so hard. It is hard, but you, especially this is the thing. But in certain aspects, you don't care. It's what for some reason. In certain yeah, aspects, you I don't care that. what people think. You don't care if people don't think you're funny. You don't care about that. You're right. It's the money part that seems to have you locked up. When people say that, you're like cringe. It is cringe to the max. And I'm like, that's a good point. I, I definitely don't care about a lot of things. I, no, I know, but that's sure. like comedy is subjective. Like I don't care what you say about my body. I'd be like, I don't exactly. Care. There are things that you have no like type of. You're like, I'm gonna put it out there, and I know some of you all are gonna say terrible things. Oh well, my singing, which is actually good, and you try it's to deflect me out. Sing it. <laughs> So yeah, money, money being the one, but that's the one that is always this is the, like the Achilles heel of the black community. We get real sometimey when somebody got money. Uh, we do. We be like we be in the shade room comments. Uh, yeah, ah, uh, now you think, yup. Uh, what have you, you think done? <laughs> what are you doing for the community? You rich? You this and that? And I just be like, I don't want to add to another thing. That's why this year has been harder for me than others, as far as like the the thing about growth is it's like grief. Not linear. Mm-hmm. So some days I'll be like, we out here. And then the other days I'll be like, we're not out here. We're, we're, we, we've had a setback. Um, mm. I think also, I think growing up in poverty, this is all relatively new. Mm-hmm. Like me and Melissa really be like, you know, sometimes we, <laughs> we see these like brand deals or commercials and the numbers that come in, I'll be like, are y'all sure? <laughs> do you do you, this what you want to? Some of these brandos, Angel. I be like, man, yeah, y'all, and they be ecstatic, ecstatic to give the money, happy, yeah, to give it away. And I be like, well, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna, not gonna, gonna argue. You know, right, like, right, my brother has right. been able to bring somebody up from a number mm-hmm. to the final number, and when those checks come in, I be like, y'all for real. Y'all for real? And this is not going to bounce. And, but gonna... also, I'm 37. We, I was broke for 30 strong years. Mm-hmm. Probably 33. That's why you should... Good, good, clean, broke years. <laughs> That's why I don't understand why... Do not Man. cringe away from... You got money. <laughs> don't cringe away. If I, Because I have lived in broke. I have lived in broke, broke. <laughs> Broke it, broke, broke, broke. When I am no longer anywhere close to that, when I don't feel like the pressure of like debt or anything, I will not care. What you doing for the community? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, nah, I don't know. But she, she, she's talking about a nonprofit though. Like I'm not. You, you have a little yeah, more black But I would, I would not feel like I had to prove that to somebody. Right. What you doing for them? Oh, look uh, it up. It, it shouldn't be like an entitled thing once you get to that spot. Is what she's saying. Yeah, like that's a good point. Like, why don't you look it up? What you doing for the community? Because you over here tweeting me. Oh, people don't. 
I, this is, and I see it happening to other people of my same stature, like yeah. this, uh, the NSARS thing with Nigeria. I don't know um, if you're familiar with that. Yes, yeah, so because um, you posted it. Thank you. Okay. That is literally how I found out. I was like, really? Because I was like, God dang it, they got the SARS. We got, I, that's uh, what I was no, thinking. You, you, I did. I was I, like, we got COVID. They got SARS. It's never going to end. And I was like, oh, the police. Oh, good to yeah. know. Good to know. I swiped through the things, and I was like, "Good on you, Kev," because I would have thought they had the SARS. Right. That actually, when you say that, there's no reason for you to think anything any else. Other, yeah. There's no other reason. So that's something else I learned about on Twitter mm-hmm. before it got, um, before it came into other platforms. Uh, but another a person had tweeted at another uh, creator bigger than me. It was like she had posted a selfie, just posted a picture of herself in the bathroom. And they were like, well, you ain't spoke out about SARS. And the girl was like, first of all, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, well, I checked and I didn't see it. Well, and also, here's what people never understand. Right. People have more than one platform. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't want to talk about it on Twitter because you know what happens. Yeah. A lot of times when it's something serious, mm-hmm. I talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. because it's hard to do nuance in social media bites. Completely agree. So I don't like the Sudan thing. Josh put me onto that. We researched it. Mm-hmm. And and I, I also don't usually want to be the first to talk about something right? because a lot of times things don't be real or it, yeah. it don't be what you think. So right. I never talk about it early because I, I don't want... It's much harder to take wrong back. Right. It's easier to do research and be right the first time. Mm-hmm. But people... When you're wrong, that gets blasted. When right. you put your correction out, people don't care. Yeah. But what I'm also learning is a lot of how people react to me is projection. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do. I saw this video and this girl was talking about, it's unrelated to me. She was talking about like, she's talking to women, a woman talking to women. And she was like, you, 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 you stretching yourself out, asking yourself why he's cheating on you because you think it's something you did. And a lot of times it's trauma with his life. It's, you know, people talk about daddy issues as it only relates to women. Guys have daddy issues, too. It's not a negative connotation like it is with women. But if your father wasn't around, it has an adverse effect on boys and girls, Mm -hmm. right? But it's only negatively applied to women, right? right? And then she was like, that man could have been cheating on you because he's not where he's supposed to be in life. And the only way he can make himself feel like he has any sort of power or or um, value is to be able to get multiple women right. because he's not able to get his money together. And you're here internalizing all this and he really just needs to heal. Yeah. Or she might be, he might be cheating on you because the last person told him he was broke and he ain't really processed that because he really is broke. Mm-hmm. And that same thing goes to commenters. Like I'll never forget this person commented something at Melissa uh, saying she was talking over somebody. This was probably about a year ago when she was really working hard not to talk over people. And this specific episode, she had done a really, really good, good job. job right. Like, really good job. And some a woman went in their comments, you still talking over people. And Melissa commented back. She was like, I'm sorry you feel that way. I feel like I did a good job. And this girl was like, actually, man, I'm just, I had a bad day. I'm on my period. So I just lashed out at you. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, and, but that's you'd be not- literally in, internalizing this stuff. And it really, a lot of times... Has nothing to do with you. Now there's right. constructive criticism, especially from my Patreon audience. I take the yeah. most of them, but, but, but even in the Patreon audience, yeah, the same thing happens. Those ones actually hit me the most. Do they? The, oh, oh. From the stage crew, if it's what what I perceive a comment like regular comments, 
I be thinking everyone in the stage crew mm. is on the same thing. But over mm. this summer, I learned it's a little different the now. 95 and the 5% that I've talked about a lot of times, that 5% exists even within yeah. what you think is the people who are really, really for you. People got $5 so, to be in there. And it's that's Melissa was like, yeah, honestly, some $5 ain't that much. To some a lot of people. Some people will go $5. Because I was like, you wouldn't pay $5 just to troll. And Melissa was like, you would absolutely pay $5 just to troll. Absolutely. Or just to come and get information. She was like, some people just come in and becoming Patreons to dig for information. Yeah. They don't really support you. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah. So I'm even learning to recalibrate that because mm-hmm. I'd be like, Patreon people say something, I'd be like, change it immediately. Oh no! Like the the VIP for the Keep Your Distance Comedy Show. I was like, it'll be cool to do a backstage access thing, VIP. And Melissa was like, you probably shouldn't call it VIP because VIP has a certain connotation. But I'd already had it. Like she told me that it was like two days before the show. It already been there. And then there were some things we didn't figure. Like one, I kind of anticipated. I was hoping better. Comedians don't come to the shows early. That was my that was right. my husband's fault. I ain't gonna right. put no, out. No, I wasn't business. even talking about you. Like, but no, but I wanted show. to be there on time. Yeah, but I, I really wasn't talking about you. But and even when they get there, they need their artist moment. Yeah, and even me. Like the biggest reason we're not doing it is because there was negative comments, and these negative comments were mostly um, constructive. Mm-hmm. Like we can't hear these people. The lighting's bad. But I saw some. This ain't VIP. This ain't what I paid for. But the biggest thing that I realized. I need the time. Right. Because I was basically on camera because I did the last minute push on Instagram Live and Facebook or or YouTube. And then I did basically an hour pre-show. And then I had like literally five minutes to go over my set. Well, quick question. Why were you, when we had discussed it, when you were standing there and I was sitting here, I was like, just hire someone to do the pre-show. You you hired to hear. Then why did you put yourself into it? Well, at first there was nobody there. At six, it was literally just me and Tahir there. Uh-huh. So for the first 15 minutes, it was just me and him. Then Shantae pulled up. So it was her. And then from like 6.30 to 7, it's when majority of the comedians came. But the more they came, it was hard to like get them. Mm-hmm. And then they were just chopping it up because it was like a green, it was like a real green room. Mm-hmm. So you like, some people are talking to the camera, but other people are like, hey, girl, I ain't seen you. How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. So it was just a lot of commotion. So I, no. Okay. I'm not doing it again. But... The biggest reason, because there are some tweaks we could have done. I could have hired a camera person to actually like do it and could have got a shotgun mic. Josh suggested a light. Like we could have set it up. Yeah. But for me, luckily that the jokes I did that night, I had done Already before. done. Yeah. But a lot of times I literally be like, okay, let me go over these yeah. jokes. Because I'm I'm not on my normal cadence of doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes more preparation to do that. Mm-hmm. And those 30 minutes prior to the show... Are the times well actually six to six thirty before the comedians get there is the time I'm like okay this this that 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 and and luckily I remembered everything uh, that night and also the black women's show hey man banger when banger, I tell you banger pew, 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 pew. I was so happy it was right a show. men this is just the truth women I knew would would buy tickets I knew they support black women. Men be like, nah, I don't know. Is she funny? Is, like, if they see six dudes, they don't have a problem. They have no problem. Thinking, is he funny? Yeah. When I tell you these women had some of the best jokes I've seen, I'm not going to, you know, tell them, obviously. But, boy. I swear. I was like, man, and I'm trying to get the people to know 
I'm only booking the best comedians. Mm-hmm. If they are booked, they're gonna be funny. I yeah. know you don't know about them. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Like they're gonna kill. So Tahir just text me. Him and Keon have been like, let me tell you what sucks about being your friend. Everybody who's trying to get on, keep your distance, they hit up to here. Oh. They'd be like, hey, can I get in there? Can I, can I get in there? Because I'm not as known on the comedy circuit because right. I was doing church comedy. Yeah. And because Melissa didn't let me play outside. Right. So right. I wasn't good. standing good outside for, of comedy. Like yeah. <laughs> and he was. And because of Zooming, he's literally worked with, he already had a great network. Right. Him right. and Tony have greater comedic networks than me. Mm-hmm. You know, which also I want to complain about one thing and then we'll get to the next topic. As soon as I posted the flyer for the next show, after the women's show, one of the comments was from a woman. It's only one woman on here. I thought you supported black women. You were like, ma'am. I didn't respond. (laughs) Somebody else was like, girl, did you look four posts before? Right. The show last night was literally all all black women. She was like, oh. yeah. You obviously don't support black women (laughs) because you weren't at that show, ma'am. Nah. They're people. People are people. Um. Okay. No, I was going to ask you something. Hold on. Hold on. Oh hold on. yes, Kevin Hart. I also want to say this. Go ahead and say it while I look for Should my thoughts. Should we thought. put the clip in, Josh? Put the clip in. You it's could. a wonderful moment. Classic. It was Tony Baker. Tony Baker had a com- uh, commercial. Him. Him and uh, Kevin uh, on stage. stage. Kevin on stage. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tony Baker, another funny guy up and coming. Shout out um, Kevin on stage. He got a, a dope yeah. uh, thing going on. He do a once a month uh, virtual show. And he also, he also perform in front of a live audience. And he basically like paper view it or zoom it and charges to watch it all over the country. Performing in front of a live audience. It'd be like 10, 15 tickets. people. And then the same time he's taping it and you can uh, watch it or record it on Zoom or I forgot what. Uh, out of here, man. Nah, to, yeah. you know, and to hear more has this thing Zoom where comedians come on and they just sit there and talk. Zooming with the homies. Yeah, that and, and just people come in and then they just, you know, the shit is entertainment. I mean, is there old stories and but shout out to, to hear more for doing he's been doing it for a few months, man. And so is there a more been. creative group of people than comedians? Plastic Cup Boys, Kevin Hart, Joy Wells, Spank, Naeem, Wayne. Um, we're talking about. Me, Tony, and Tahir mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart literally said out of his mouth, Tony Baker's hilarious, mm-hmm. up and coming. Spank, who is going to be on. I haven't said that yet. Oh. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll see it soon. <laughs> Spank and Naeem both have agreed to do Keep Your Distance, barring some yeah, yeah, thing yeah. happening. But Spank was telling uh, Kevin Hart that, yo, Kevin, um, Kevin on stage does a virtual thing, and mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was like, "What? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Comedians are so smart." And then they were talking about uh, Joey Wells brought up to here zooming with Zoom the homies. With the homies. Joey has done it. Naeem's, Naeem's done, done it, it, and Spank has done it. And <laughs> it's funny to hear tweeted Naeem like, "Yo, let's get Kevin Hart on here," and he was like, "You don't want Kevin. He's just going to dominate the conversation with BC- PC nonsense for a whole hour." <laughs> but to have, I had been thinking. I was like, "I'm sure." That more people are finding out about keep your distance, yeah, and being like, mm. "What's happening over there? Yeah, what's what's From going on?" From let me tell you, what's the hardest part now? The amount because we only do it every other week. Everybody's hitting me. There's only six slots. I can't, right, and it's I'm booked out through the year. End that, of the year. That's so fire already. Mm-hmm. So it feels weird to be like, I ain't got no spots till January. And people are like, put me in January then. They ready. Give me February. You know, so I don't know. Look at you. <laughs> it, it is. 
I'm going to tell you, it feels good to have like, it feels like all the stuff I did for so many years that wasn't rewarded, it's all getting, it's like exponential reward. Snowball. Mm -hmm. It's snowball. It's like, man, this is working and this is working and this is working. And I want to take this time actually to do this. And I want you to cut this out and send this to me because I'm meaning to do this. I want to take a moment. Where's my single? Here? There. This is your single. Give me a single. I want to take a moment to thank Nate Jackson. Nate Jackson was, uh, um, well, is a friend of mine, but he was the owner of a the, the room in Tacoma that I came up on, under. Nate Jackson, for two years, gave me as much stage time as I wanted to do stand-up. And I was like, man, I didn't even realize how valuable that was uh-huh. until I came to L.A., and they're like, it's three minutes here. And I was like, three, three minutes. minutes? Like, I can't get off one dojo. Part of the reason I bombed so bad at the Barrier Black is because Nate gave me 15, 20 minutes. I didn't know how to do three minutes mm-hmm. well. Like, so part of the reason I am the comedian I am today is because Nate gave me ample stage time. And he's just astute businessman. He's got a comedy club in uh, Tacoma right now. I think it's going to be opening up when the governor allows stand-up mm-hmm. to, to open again. Astute, astute businessman. But a big part of my stand-up comedy journey, the, the reason I don't have the, he was just funny in church, is because I spent them years getting drunks to laugh. <laughs> You know, drunk, you know, black people at the back, his room was like 300 people, 350. Mm, wow. So way back there in the bar, it mm. was like, if you ain't killing. They ain't paying you no mind. I'm talking about who's on. So anyway, right. I a told Reggie, I'm going to pick him up at seven, right. not six. So a lot of comedians struggled there because it was, the bigger the room is and the more excited people are, the harder you have to work. But I want to give you your flowers, Nate, for for giving me a platform and and time and all that because it was paramount yeah. to my success. So Aww. shout out to y'all. All right, moving on, Angel. Moving on. Uh, here's the next thing that I thought was interesting. Did you really? I don't know if it was interesting. <laughs> There's a New York Times article that said the perception that wearing masks and following social distancing guidelines are unmanly has carried a destructive cost. Some mm-hmm. experts who study masculinity and public health say COVID-19 has infected more men than women and killed far more of them yeah. strictly because men feel like the masks aren't manly. Yeah. Masculinity is so fragile. I, it is like a widow, widow, baby. <laughs> that is a masculinity. <laughs> it's like don't hurt me. Oh, I wear a mask. Oh no, I'm not masculine. Oh, it's a baby. Yeah. People will die. Yeah. To prove they are manly, we covered two or three of these stories mm-hmm. of men being like, "Covid ain't real. Not gonna wear a mask. They dead. feeling sick. Obituary." Right, right. Because they feel like, oh, I am invincible. Nothing can penetrate my masculinity. And then the dirt is laying on their body as they are in a casket completely dead in the ground. But I feel like that's always been like 
You find dudes that are just like, nah, I don't wear no condoms. You know what I'm saying? I don't pull out. And did you, because it's a manly thing. And you're just like, well, that's why you got 15 Responsibility kids. is not manly? No. No, none of that. Anything that doesn't allow a dude to live on the edge. Dudes be wanting to live right here. <laughs> right here. And they expect never to fall off. They're like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to live right here. And it's just like, no. I like, like, of course. And then also, I will say, women... Sometimes we're attracted to the dude that likes to live. Karen. Like, which oh Karen yes. and Miles. Miles. I was like, Karen, which married one? Karen? First side, yeah, married at first sight. We like a dude that live right there, right? Because we're just like, oh, you're dangerous. Okay. But then when you have kids, you like, nigga, all the way over here. Because I'm not trying to be out here by myself because you dead, because you didn't want to do right. But um, I don't know. <laughs> dead. Because <laughs> you dead. I don't know if it's like this like continual rite of passage a dude feels like is in his mind of, I have to keep approaching the danger of it or else I'm not a man. The fear, I'm gonna, speaking as a man who's mm-hmm. grown and is growing out of that, the fear of what other men think mm-hmm. is paralyzing. Okay, mm-hmm. you know you know Aldo the shoe store. Yes, right? I was about to say, please don't say this is a person. No, no. I was about to be like, I don't. There was a, a time in my life where dudes were like, "Are you shopping at Aldo? That's gay." And then I was going in there. I was like, "Bro, these are just they're just dress shoes. They're just <laughs> European dress shoes. I don't. How can dress shoes be gay?" I'd be like, "Okay, well, if gay means I dress nice, like, yes, literally, then I'm very gay about this. I mean, it's <laughs> like sometimes Angel would be like, bro, everything can't be masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you finna wear tapered uh, suit pants? I was like, God, come on. Like, I, I feel. I mean, f- I do feel for men in that way because it feels like a bit of a prison. Like, if you let that happen to you, it, it, it can be." Yeah. For you. But I'm just like, bro, shut up. Well, yeah, you got to get, like, if you want to ever get a chance to be your authentic self and just get to enjoy the things that you enjoy and do the things you want to do, you can't care about the opinion of other men. And I don't know if it's always about from other men. I don't think men want to be called out by women either. That's even worse. Yeah, that's worse for a woman to be like, dude, you are so feminine. Even the drinks, right? I didn't grow up drinking alcohol. Right, I didn't know there was rules to what men could drink. Okay, <laughs> I did not know. So when me and Melissa was out there, I have I was out there like just literally looking at the ingredients, like mm, mm-hmm. strawberry rum. Yeah, and then Loki, when they come with like umbrellas in them, I'll be like, yes, it's pretty. This is like the beach. I do feel like I'm on a beach. <laughs> yeah. So I was at a party at All Deaf one time, and uh, I was with a whole bunch of the dudes from there. And there was like, I, I ordered uh, like. <laughs> I ordered sex on the beach. No, yeah. You were like, let's do this. I was like, oh, yeah, I be getting this all the time. Give me sex on the beach. I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I like sex on the beach. And they yeah. were like, you can't drink that. I was like, why? They were like, man, well, you're you going to drink a manly drink today. Whiskey this man o- ordered me an old-fashioned. <laughs> man, I tasted this. I was like, this tastes like the barrel of a shotgun. Because it is. And I was like, do you like this? He was like. I don't really like it. No. I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to drink. I was like, but have you had a sex on the beach? He was like, mm, actually, they're nice. Right. Like, order the sex on the beach then. He was like, nah, man. Like, I'm not finna do that. Right. I'm not finna drink no doggone motor Nasty. oil <laughs> to prove to you that I'm a man. That I am I'm a man. I'm a man because I take care of my family, my children, my responsibilities. 
I give space for my wife and opportunities for my friends. Yeah. Not because I drink a drink I don't. I'll be like, you just be drinking stuff you don't like. He'd be like, mm-hmm. no, I, no, just dumb. Just ruining your life. Old fashions are the worst drink ever. I don't know why. I mean, Marcus drinks all the nasty drinks. He thinks they taste amazing. Look at Marcus. I carry me a knife. Oh, I yeah. drink my old fashioned. Oh, shoot good. Drive a Mustang. Wrapped in a lot of toxic masculinity. I like it sometimes. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> I like it sometimes. No, sometimes I'm like, I like it sometimes. Sometimes I think it's stupid. Sometimes I'm just like, sir, sir. I was talking to Greg about this. Greg from the streets for real. Like, don't let that accent fill you. His his upbringing was illegal. Right, right, right. right. He was like, one day he was, I'll never forget this. Greg came on tour with us, uh, second tour, I believe. Mm-hmm. Second tour. He was yeah. our tour manager for for second half of the tour, second half of the year. He was like, man, low key, Kev. I thought you was kind of like a square because I feel like when I when I grew up, the only way you could make money mm-hmm. was to sell dope. Mm-hmm. All my partners sold dope. Everybody cool sold dope. My mama like, sold dope. No. Mama, <laughs> literally. Listen. He was the one collecting the checks from the venues. And he was like, you are selling dope. Yeah. It's just not illegal. So I need to recalibrate my mind Come of thinking, on. like, you are probably a more astute businessman than all these dope boys um, because the dope you sell is, is legal. And then I was like, uh, another totally, uh, another time, I be hugging. <laughs> I be hugged. Bring it in. Those hugs Bring were for real. In. I hug with love. Uh-huh. Like, and I hug Greg. He'd be like, hey, man, I do like that a little bit. <laughs> like, I feel like we should just dab me up. So now at our old house, um, he was leaving the other day and he was like, Dang, Kev, you ain't gonna dab me up. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna show me out. You ain't gonna, you know, you ain't gonna bring me in on no. the on the leave. You just be like, all right, man. You can't be start with the hugs, you know and then not get, you. You gotta continue. Man, with the I hug. be hugging my friends like an auntie. You know, I got bosom. I got a little bit of bosom. I don't, I don't put them here, but I be hugging. Men don't be used to it. I know they don't be. And Greg and Marcus are the same person as what? We they are the exact same. They person. are the same. So many Gregs and Marcuses, my boy Cletus, they be like, you just be like smiling and stuff and hugging and stuff. I'm not used to that. What are you doing? Like, You can't just be hugging and stuff like that. Like Marcus is a manly. Marcus and Greg carry knives. They carry knives all the time. All the time. All of the time. Marcus spent his entire weekend working on that Mustang, sweating underneath that car. I had... 20 minutes of vlog footage just of the Mustang. I was really? like, I, I was like, enough, sir. We get it. You like working on your car. And he loves all of that manly. He actually genuinely loves a lot of that manly stuff. So I don't be trying to take that away from him. But I'll be like, you know, some of this other stuff that ain't hella manly, be fun. Low key. So while you're on that, I remember Melissa asked me to get a pedicure with her. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Girl, are you crazy? I'm a man. She was like, just come with me and yeah. shut up. When I tell you, I was like, well, (laughs) this is why you talk about relaxation. It's the best. Your feet be soft. 
at the end. All that dead skin on your heel be gone. It be so good. I'm about to hire somebody to come outside of my house and do my feet and my nails. I can't do it no more. But yeah, Marcus, the first time I had, he came out to visit me when we were dating long distance. I had like all these like activities planned and one was getting a pedicure and so it was his first pedicure he's like what's your name <laughs> she was like betty he was like betty you uh listen you're gonna have to come with us okay because i know i'm gonna need this again and i'm gonna want it from you betty like he absolutely loved it but would never have thought to do that had it not been me being like come on let's go it's get a pedicure best. yeah it is the Best. I'm telling you, men are really, they are not experiencing life to its fullest because of all of these like hangups. It's like they don't see there being a middle of being a heterosexual man who happens to be more on the masculine side and being gay and being extremely feminine. I'm like, there is a whole like parameter that you can still be heterosexual and have a lot of fun in here and not actually be a gay man. I don't know why, like there's like, it's like black and white. Right. And I'm just like, dude. Gay is gay sex. (laughs) That's what gay is. It's not your pants. It's not the drink you drink. It's not standing like this. No, it's just being attracted to the I mean, same sex. That's, that's all it is. is. I be standing like this. I know. You do it all the time. You did something the other day and both hands were up there. And I said, look at my friend. <laughs> I, this is comfortable. And I let the hip, I let that hip sit in. Yeah, you do. You I got don't it. Care. You got it. And I be having heterosexual sex. You look like the silhouette of a girl group right now. I do. <laughs> With the mic and the sway. Just the silhouette. It's the album cover. Okay? Listen, man. I'm telling you, you're missing out on Sangria. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Sangria? I'm sangria today, and it's not even a Sangria day. It is it's... Taco Tuesday, so I could get some oh, Sangria. Oh, yeah. Pour up. Man, pour when up, we were in up. Spain... <laughs> I'm not finna drink no Bring old up fashion. another European country and see if I don't fight you, KF. See if I that don't fight you. That hit like a left hook, though, man. Man, I... Josh, when I tell you, the Spanish people, they don't play about that sangria. They I, I can believe it. Sangria they don't be driving. <laughs> There's fruit pieces in there. Yeah, And you want to me be. to drink an old-fashioned over that? I know. Like, I don't. Oop. I've been playing too much. You, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just, I really wish, I, I feel bad for men in that way, and probably that's the only way, is that there is, <laughs> there is this thing that they have to uphold, and they think they have to uphold in their head, and they're not enjoying life the way they really could be. You, the, in the bedroom, there's so much fear mm-hmm. for men mm-hmm. about what they can like or not like. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh. If you like little gooch play, get your gooch play. <laughs> you it's a it's a tender little with the perineum. It's tickled. Gooch. You know, a little landing strip. It's I like just a like gooch. <laughs> Gucci? Oh no, guy coochie. Oh like no. What it what it's gooch. Gooch. You never heard of gooch? I've is heard that of little, the taint. It's the taint. Yeah, I've never heard gooch. That's not guy coochie. That's a That's a butthole. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, butt, we but. went. This went so dark. You guys, I watched the City Girls documentary. I meant to say that earlier, so I'm gonna just take a hard left right there because I definitely didn't go right the way I was supposed to. I was like, "Guy Gooch, um, rant." You gotta watch the City Girls documentary on uh, YouTube. 
City Girls documentary? They have a like it's like five parts. And you know, JT, the girl, she was in jail. And when she came out of prison, she looked like a girl who just got out of prison. Did she? Like she looked like, oh yeah, you definitely did time. And she was a scammer, right? Uh, she is. She went to prison for fraud. Okay. I, I, is it called City Girls a series? I think so, yeah. Right, I'm going to watch it. it. It was a good time. And the reason why it was so good, because in another life, I would have been a city girl. What do you mean in another life? You're saying in you this. You are. You are a, no, a city girl. No, because no, they're like 26. I, like, I wasn't there. Was, no, that's what I was going to say. You were a city girl in the later part of life. In the later part. You are a 40-year-old city girl. You You... Listen, all you want to do is drink and twerk. (laughs) (laughs) City girls at 40 are a little bit more responsible. But if the right song comes on, you're going to be like, let me go. But like, just even them rapping, listening to their lyrics, I I was like, yeah, in another life at 20 something, I would have been rapping that stuff in the living room talking about mama. We about to, we finna to blow up. This song comes on, Angel. You you mean to tell me you're not a city girl? I'm not because I didn't do the rap. If I was like, boy, you working from the back, yeah, you know, if I was the one rapping, give me your kiss, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah, years yeah, later, this song yeah, still has yeah, the same feeling. Yeah, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, it's Friday. Well, no, it's not. It's Tuesday. Did you see how you feel like that? Yeah. How did you come across the City Girls documentary? Then you recommend it? Let me tell you, no. Let me tell you the wormhole that happened. Saw Cardi B's party. Mm-hmm. I went on Cardi B's account. To, no, I saw Cardi B's party. I went on to B. Simone's account. Okay. Saw more pictures. She was taking a picture with JT from the City Girls. I went on this JT's account. <laughs> and then that led me to, oh, they have a documentary on YouTube. I want to know more about these girls. And then I started watching and I was like, they are really, really young. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope they have a really good auntie in their life because I, I truly, no, I really like those. could be the city girl's auntie. I don't know about that. I got enough kids. But what I will say is I felt my heart went out to uh, young Miami. Uh-huh. Like when she uh, ended up pregnant and having to tell them, like, I feel like they supported JT stronger going into prison than they did her getting pregnant. And I was yes, my my heart broke. I said, shit, no girl who's a grown woman have to be shamed for getting pregnant. And then when old girl got out of jail, they were like, oh, we so excited. I was like, y'all supported her. I just don't understand. Is your Miami still pregnant? No, she had her baby. She, she had did? a cute little baby. She had a, that's her second child. So Dang. she had a. So she was doing a rap career, being a young mom. Like I, I mean, I ended up having some admiration for admiration for her. being a young mom. She has a little boy, and then got pregnant. Continued their career while her partner was in prison. She kept did. them going. The reason why they are hot is because She's, she yeah. killed Hot Girl yeah. Summer the she, whole time. She was out here. Carisha, ain't that young Miami real name? Yes. You better know it. Carisha. And I was talking about your Miami on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I was just like, and then seeing them without makeup, they be looking like regular black girls. Mm-hmm. Regular. Uh, JT's ponytail was about that long coming out of prison. It was a good inch. I said, she regular black girl. Uh, so yeah, anyway, they said, Angel, stop talking. No. They told you to stop talking? Yeah, somebody in the comments did. 
That can't be possible. Yeah, you weren't talking that much. This is how it feels to be me. Oh, as you can see, but I don't care. I know. I'm working on not caring. Apparently, the live is frozen. We actually happen to be wrapping That's up why anyway. they wanted me to stop talking. Uh, okay, my apologies for saying it that way. It was because I thought you were saying I was talking too much. It's because it was frozen. Mm-hmm. Let it go. I was about to Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got to go anyway. We got to shoot the love hour. Yay! And dear so, calf cast. And dear Oh, uh, We're back now. Uh, God bless you. Yes. Patreon for watching. If you want to join Patreon, www.kebonstagestudios.com. Do it. Do it. I'm a member. Ooh, it's great hey, over there. Hey. Did you just belch? That's Was that? that that's I thought you, you know had. That, you know what's a reaction? This is what I thought I heard. I thought I heard you moving something across the table. That was your body? I bet you that would have scared that cougar. If you would have just burped, it would have been like, you. there's a bigger cougar in his body. I would have been burping <laughs> and farting. Oh, oh. Ah! You guys, we I love you. I would have been dead. Oh, airlifted it out. They would have airlifted me out of that canyon. Oh no. yeah. So if he would have just died, you would. They would have picked his phone up and seen the cougar. Like yeah, cuz. <laughs> yeah. And the cougar would have ran off and been like, "What he got on his Instagram?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patreon people, we will see you on Friday. Uh, everybody else will see you next Wednesday. Till then, wash your butt. <laughs> Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kevin Stays. And that chick angel.